are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Friday, September 25th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 216th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day. All right, Lockdown Blackhawks listeners, I hope you all are off to a good start to your weekend. And to start things off today on the show, there's a lot of news from around the NHL that I want to discuss. And the first bit I want to get into is the latest news surrounding the 2020-2021 NHL regular season. And if you've been paying attention to all the details that have been coming out in the last couple of months, then you probably know that the NHL was looking at a potential December 1st start date for next season, which that would only give most players basically a two-month offseason, not even for some other guys who have been a part of deep postseason runs. But now we heard NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman, he talked on Sportsnet up in Canada yesterday, and he said that the league is now looking at starting sometime either late in December or early January. And with that now being the the league's mindset going forward, I wonder how many games they're going to take away to make the regular season because there's no way they're just going to squeeze in 82 in that short amount of time. Um, One thought I had is maybe to make things consistent. They try and go around 70 games like how they were forced to do last year, just just as I said, to keep things consistent. But I don't know. Either way, I don't think there's any way there's going to be an 82-game regular season next year with a start date well into the winter. Most teams are usually around, what, the 25-30 the game mark or so at that point. So there's definitely going to be some difficulties that the league still needs to figure out, but I just wanted to give you all the latest updates from the man upstairs, Gary Bettman, as we are now looking at the 2020-2021 regular season starting sometime in late December or early January. I also want to mention how the NHL's buyout window opened up this morning, and that runs through 4 p.m. Central Time on October 8th, which is the day before free agency period begins, which all makes sense. Uh, And the only buyout we saw today came from the Ottawa Senators buying out veteran forward Bobby Ryan, who won the Masterton Trophy this season after overcoming so much and returning to the ice in Ottawa in a big way. Um, But but both sides just felt it was time to part ways. And as tough as that is to see, I do feel that's definitely the right move for both parties involved. Uh, But besides Ryan, there were no other buyouts across the NHL today. And I bring this topic up, of course, because now the Blackhawks have less than two weeks to make a decision on whether or not to buy out Olimata or Zach Smith's contracts in order to just get a little bit more spending money for this offseason. And according to Cap Friendly, which is a great hockey website, 
website that I use all the time. I definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't already. But according to Cap Friendly, buying out Mata would save the Hawks $3 million in each of the next two years. And after such a strong postseason, it may be tough to move on from him right now, but it could just save the Blackhawks in a big way this offseason. And also, paying $4 million for the next two years for a third-pairing defenseman isn't exactly the best situation in the world right now for the team. So, buying out Mata is a very possible option we could see happen in the next couple of weeks from the Blackhawks. And we also could see Zach Smith be bought out as well because he would save the team $2 million roughly this offseason by doing so. Uh, but it will cost them $1 million next year when he won't be on the team. So, that could holster the Blackhawks' decision, but I still think buying out Smith would be the right move. We can't pay him $3.25 million. Don't get me wrong, he's a solid fourth liner, but he isn't anything special at this point of his career, and he should not be making anything over that 2 to $2.5 million at most. So I think Smith is... More of a gimme than Mata is this offseason in terms of the odds uh, the Blackhawks buy him out, especially after seeing uh, how well Matthew Highmore played on the fourth line in the playoffs with David Kampf and Ryan Carpenter, two players who are expected to be staples of that fourth line in these next couple of seasons. All right, I think that takes care of all the latest news from around the NHL that broke in the last 24 hours. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the 2020 Stanley Cup Final between the Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning with Game 4 set to take place in just a couple of hours. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about some of the latest news from around the NHL. Now let's talk a little bit about the Stanley Cup final between the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning a little bit as... The tides of that series have now shifted back in Tampa Bay's favor. They've won the last two games to jump out ahead 2-1 to one in that series after Dallas took Game 1. And the talk of the series right now, of course, is all about the return of Lightning Captain Steven Stamkos for Game 3 of the series. And early on in the first period, we saw Stammer do his thing by firing a wrist shot past Kudobin for a goal and... That got the whole team fired up. The bench was ecstatic. Dallas really never stood a shot after that. In the final 40 minutes, they put up just four shots on goal in both the second and third period, eight total. So a pretty commanding win by Tampa Bay to take that 2-1 to series lead. But the latest news now is that Stamkos will not be available for Game 4 tonight. He has been deemed unfit to participate, so he must have tweaked something during Game 3. He did leave the game after the first period, so 
Now it looks like the Lightning will be without him again, unfortunately. He hasn't been ruled out for the remainder of the series, but definitely will not be in there tonight. Uh, But I'm sure those guys, just seeing him try and do everything he can to get back on the ice and help the team win, I'm sure that's enough to get those guys in the locker room motivated and For Dallas, tonight is a huge game for them. There's no way they come back and win down 3-1 against this stacked of a Tampa Bay Lightning team. So they have to come out tonight with a little pep in their step, a little fire in their game. And I think think, um, a big key for them is really bringing the intensity right out of the the gate. They got to get a lead back. They should get it in the first period if they want to get momentum swinging in their favor just to get confidence back on their side a little bit and they guys got to get back to playing a, a tough and physical game they have the team to do it there's no doubt about it they've already slayed two of the biggest beasts in the NHL and the Colorado Avalanche and Vegas Golden Knights so I definitely am not counting Dallas out yet they're the only team in these playoffs to come back from a two to one series deficit and they'll look to try and do it again here versus Tampa Bay but this is a must win for them there's no way around it uh I don't think they're going to be able to come back from three to one as I said Tampa Bay is just too good in all areas to lose three in a row uh, but for Dallas, Anton Kudobin may have to steal one in net for them tonight. He hasn't been great in the last two games, not horrible, but also not at his best. But I say he may have to try and steal one for the Stars because their top line has been held without a point so far through three games, and that's not a recipe for success for this team. Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, they each have no points. They got to look in the mirror, wake up, and just bring a better game because that's costing them right now. Alex Radulov, he's to score a goal. Uh, And on the other side, Tampa Bay's big-time players are at their best right now. Victor Hedman has five points already in this series. Nikita Kucherov has four. Braden Point has three. And put put that all together and I'm a little surprised that Dallas has even won a game in this series. <laughs> so the big-time players for Dallas, they are going to have to step up to try and match the play and intensity from the Lightning superstars in order to get a win tonight and even up this series at two apiece heading into Game 5. And let me remind you of the NHL's horrible decision here. Don't forget that... Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final comes in a back-to-back for the first time ever. Like, are you kidding me? We're really in that much of a rush to get these playoffs in that we're going to make make a back-to-back happen in the finals? That that just really irked me when I saw that. I can't believe Batman made that decision, but then again, at the same time, I can because... This has always been a money-hungry league, and this is nothing but a decision all about money, and it's it's really sad to see that happen in the finals. These players deserve better than that, especially the Stanley Cup final. Like, come on, you can't give him, can't give him one extra day off, but it is what it is. Game 5 comes on Saturday night at 7 p.m. Central Time, and let's see if that will be an elimination game for the Dallas Stars or if they will be able to knot things up with a big victory tonight. All right, I think that wraps up everything I wanted to talk about regarding the Stanley Cup Final. Sorry for that rant there a little bit. But coming up in just a minute, I am going to reveal number eight on my Blackhawks' top ten prospects list after announcing Evan Barrett at number nine on yesterday's episode. 
But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which much like the other 12 flavors, are 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for keto diets. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off of your first order. One more time. Be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off your first Built Bar order. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with the Stanley Cup final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars. Okay, we just wrapped up discussing that Stanley Cup final between the Blackhawks division rival Stars and Lightning, who, of course, blew a 2-1 to series lead the last time they were in the Stanley Cup final to the Blackhawks. Never forget. Had to make sure to mention that quickly. Anyways, now it's time to reveal the next spot on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. And coming in at number 8, we have 23-year-old defenseman Lucas Carlson, who got his first bit of NHL action towards the end of last season, and he actually wound up getting in a postseason game when Adam Boquist was a healthy scratch. Um, And Carlson, he's probably not a player that many Blackhawks fans knew about before his call-up as he was a fourth-round pick in 2016 that hadn't really turned any heads so far in his young career, but he, he's taken a significant stride down in Rockford in the last two years and really shown what he can do on both ends of the puck. In 69 games with Rockford during the 2018-19 season, Carlson tallied nine goals and 24 assists for 33 points while also emerging as a, a solid defender in his own zone, and he could play on the penalty kill as well. Um, he just continued to grow this year. He racked up another solid offensive season. He had five goals and 21 assists for 26 points in just 48 games. And that kind of play earned him a call up to the big leagues late in the regular season. Uh, he got in six games with the Blackhawks in March and recorded one assist and had a plus three plus minus rating. So Lucas Carlson, he comes in at number eight for me because he he's a proven professional player right now. Is He's already put in two really strong seasons down in the A. NHL, and I also liked what I saw from him in those six regular season games with the Blackhawks. I know it's a really small sample size, but uh, I like the way he plays a lot, and I think he's 
uh, got potential to be a sturdier defender than people give him credit for. I think a lot of people just focus on his offensive upside, but I, I think on the defensive side of things, he could be really solid as well. I think he, he projects as a second-pairing defenseman at best for the Blackhawks because of that well-rounded two-way game. As for next season... It's going to be a dogfight, to put it nicely for Carlson, in terms of earning a roster spot. He's got to compete with Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, Calvin DeHaan, Connor Murphy, Oli Mata if he's there, Slater Cuckoo if he resigns, Adam Boquist, Ian Mitchell, Nick Sealer, Dennis Gilbert. There's a long list of guys there for just seven spots. So I do think it is a bit of a long shot for Carlson to make the Blackhawks opening night roster, but that's okay. He's As I said, he's still only 23 years old and he has plenty of time to develop down in Rockford. One more year in the AHL wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for him, but we will just have to wait and see what happens in the next couple of weeks with uh, a lot of moves to be made by the Blackhawks with the NHL draft coming up, free agency in two weeks, the NHL draft, uh, or the buyout period, I should say. So a lot of things still have to happen for the Blackhawks. So there is a little bit of chance that we could see Lucas Carlson fill in on the Blackhawks' third defensive pairing come opening night for the 2020-2021 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, September 24th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from all the teams around the league before the NHL draft and free agency hits in just a couple of weeks. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks will be Mailbag Monday, where I answer a question from a couple of listeners right here on the podcast. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, find me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone enjoy your weekend responsibly, and thank you again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.